1: So put on your tiara,
0: or your evil crown,
1: and join us on our adventure.
0: This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries.
1: Hello, fairy tale friends, and welcome to another... Well, it's actually appropriate for this one.
0: We'll leave it in. We'll be
1: here. We're here with our, I don't know if you can hear our guard dog and silent uh, third host (laughs) on every episode. She's apparently decided to chime in with her her thoughts on... (laughs) 2019's live action version of Lady and the Tramp, uh, available on Disney+, Plus, came out directly on Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. and I think uh, was overlooked. We're going to keep talking even though while she's doing a
0: little... <laughs> <laughs> We're probably just going to laugh at it. Oh, uh, but...
1: but- uh, let's get back into the energy we had coming out of this because, guys, we really, really liked this movie.
0: Liked it a lot. Like, would watch it again, would watch it over the original, to be quite honest, because we enjoyed the changes they made in the story, which we'll go into. Uh, but it was delightful. It was so good.
1: I want to start off by saying, like, I liked the original. When we watched it, like, I remember kind of not caring for it, and I liked it more as an adult. I think this does a lot of updates that are really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, and some updates that I didn't think were needed, but now that I've compared the two, I think they were definitely the right way to go.
1: I think they make the characters of Lady and the Tramp more interesting
0: and more Agreed. rich. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lady has much more agency in this one.
1: Yeah, she's also more interesting in that she's not just like, what's this? What's a baby? It's like she's yeah. naive, but it's kind of like she's only lived in this house, but she has a
0: perspective. Mm-hmm. She's
1: funny. It felt like...
0: It's a very funny movie. It
1: felt like a it was written as like, well what if we just made this like a, a, a romantic com. comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they've like they've got you watch them fall in love, like you see them kind of develop feelings. She's kind of does some funny stuff in parts. Mm-hmm. I I really liked it. Um do we want to go, like...
0: Yeah, you know, my notes are chronological, right. so I figure... I just wrote down things we enjoyed, things that were different. I yeah. know you have a few facts along the way. I
1: do. The first thing I do want to say is, and I think you agreed with me on this, it's a very n- non-white cast. Yeah, we it's, were
0: so excited. The opening scene, uh, it opens, and we notice that Darling...
1: Darlene and Jim Deere are... An, an interracial couple yeah and it still takes place i think i saw that and i assumed this took place. This was like modernized no it's the same time period it's really you know it's kind of jazz era and i think they're they're filming in, in georgia i think it's supposed to feel like savannah georgia yeah or and,
0: kind of anywhere by the mississippi because there are mississippi riverboats up and down so any of those states
1: i gotta say if you know We. This is a movie about talking animals, so we don't have to go into the like how this would have been not welcomed as or or commonplace as it is in this movie. uh, An interracial couple. I want to see more of that. Like me too. There was was great. There was that uh, Christmas movie that just came out that was very like not colonial era, but like uh, Victorian era christmas like the nutcracker and stuff but it was an all black cast mm-hmm. and i know people were like well that one it's like well let's make it like that and yeah. i like that we just kind of went with it and i yeah. think it worked really well here
0: i really yeah i thought it was great
1: um i like what what else do we i, I think so, we just here and go it's great yeah um,
0: we're gonna gush over it and that's fine I the opening with The Castle, they do a jazzy version of When You Wish Upon yeah, a Star, did. which I want to actually find on Spotify because I really enjoyed it. It was an instrumental version of it. It was great. And uh my next note is about them being a biracial couple. So I'll flip my notes over since we just talked about that. Uh we got such a kick out of what I will say is if you're a dog lover, I think you will very much a dog owner, a dog lover. I think This movie will speak to you. If you're not, I think you'll still enjoy it, but there were a lot of things that we got a kick out of because there are things that happen with our dog. Mm -hmm. So... This next part is one of those, which is the beginning, which is similar to the to the animated version where Lady jumps in the bed on that first night and they eventually just say, Okay, just one night.
1: Well, there's a part where Jim Deere keeps going on the floor to show her how to sleep on the yes. floor. And I kept going, Oh, he's gonna end up sleeping on the floor. That's what I thought. And too. I was going to bind my soul to his <laughs> because I I would relate to that so much <laughs> of being like, Well, why don't you sleep on the floor? That that distinct thing doesn't happen, yeah. but sometimes i feel like the odd man out in situations <laughs> of, of our three-person yeah. family
0: yeah uh and so the other thing to mention here is jacques is a girl in this and i actually really liked the choice because jacques let owner
1: some, let me pull up some actresses jacques
0: owner which we found out her name was sally i think in the end we yes found out her name uh, sally likes to paint jacques and she paints Jacques in different outfits and in different styles. Like there's a Picasso starry night of Jacques. And there's like all these kind of famous versions of paintings, but they're of Jacques. So we see those uh, and we find out that that's kind of like Jacques is kind of into it. Like Jacques is always oh, dressed in something. Yes.
1: And I think we both really relate to that since our dog loves to get dressed up. Not yes. necessarily sit yeah, paintings. we don't paint. She doesn't like stuff lady, on her but... ears. There was a video I saw of a pity recently who like came to life when they put, she had like casts on her legs mm-hmm. and she was kind of bummed about it until they put like little butterfly stickers on it and then put like a butterfly oh, hat gosh. on her and they always have her wear that now and yeah. she just loves it. It's great. Our dog doesn't do that with, and everyone always says, like your dog doesn't like getting dressed up. Literally, I, I, let me tell this story real quick. We had yeah. we had some friends over and one of them was pregnant and the other friends brought
0: a gift for friend.
1: It. Oh, why don't I say who they are? They're all guests on the podcast. Danny oh, from the yes. Rescuers came over. Um, future guest Molly brought also came over and brought Danny something for for their baby, and pulled out you know a little onesie. And Lady came up to Danny and sat down. Like, are you going to put that on me? Yes, yeah, is that is for that me? for me. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Uh huh. Um, but they he was. She wears all this stuff. It's a fun little... It's, not, it's Jacqueline.
0: Jacqueline, yes.
1: And uh, It's so good. She is played by Ashley Jensen, uh, who is... Some of you may know from Extras with uh, Ricky Gervais, Oh, okay. uh, if you ever saw that show. Uh, but she's still got an amazing Scottish accent. We also meet Trusty.
0: Who is Sam Elliott, and his voice is perfect, perfect for Trusty. I will say it took me a few minutes to get into the talking dog aspect. I think with Lady... Uh, You can really see Lady's mouth move a lot because of the kind of dog she is. And so that was a little off-putting at first. But you kind of get transported into this world of talking dogs. And eventually it's not a big deal.
1: Now, at first you said you kind of wanted it to feel a little bit more like, look who's talking now. Is that the third one? Where they just kind of, they have a voice, but they don't move their lips or anything. Yeah, yeah. The pre babe era. Or, um, go speak of Disney movies, Homeward Bound.
0: Yes, yeah. But I will say it it was fine eventually. But I will say for me, that was the one thing that took a little getting used to. Uh, we also loved when we follow Tramp, um, and see kind of, you know, he's in the rail yard and how he's getting breakfast. He gets breakfast and these two little puppies, they have the funniest oh. puppy voices. Well,
1: the first like laugh out loud moment was how he got the sandwich from the guy. Oh, yeah, was that's right. A man and a woman were sitting on a bench and they like recognize each other, and, like acknowledge each, each other. other. Yeah. yeah,
0: they just acknowledge that they were sitting next to and,
1: each other. And uh, Tramp like jumped up on the bench behind her. She couldn't see it and he just started sniffing her hair. Yes. Which... This is a weird thing to key into this movie, but it had the best dog sniffing noises. Yes, I wrote like, that down because every time they did, it. I was like, "Man, yeah. they, they really nailed the sound design on this." But they uh, sniffs the woman, runs away. The woman thinks it's the man and like slaps him. He drops a sandwich, and that's and that. Was, how he gets it. I, I, that was a good moment. Brings it to the two puppies. With
0: the like cutest little puppy voices. And he's like, like, that's not your real voice. You're (laughs) going to grow out of that in six months. And then where will you be? He's like, I appreciate the... Please, mister, we're hungry. Yeah, he says something about I, I appreciate the, the confidence hustle. or the yeah. hustle and he gives them the sandwich and then they said that was easy, so then you realize they are kind of hustling him a little bit. I thought puppies. the
1: the dog's gonna be like, I can't believe he fell for it. Like yeah, had like a really yeah. deep voice or something.
0: Uh but we also meet Peg and Bull pretty early mm-hmm. on. Janelle Monet is Peg's voice. Who's Bull's voice? Benedict Wong. Oh, that's right. And then we should also say who's Tramp and Lady. We haven't said uh, that yet.
1: Lady is Tessa Thompson, we talked about this with you who you know from thor ragnarok Mm -hmm. and uh veronica mars too i forgot you've watched all veronica mars She was on that for a while and uh justin thoreau who i'm I'm i don't know if there's anything you know him from no okay that's (laughs) fine like i'm sure i could find something but he was in joker i don't remember being in joker anyway
0: but we meet um peg and bull early on and there are they've been caught by the dog pound and we find out that this dog catcher (laughs) has it in for tramp like in a ridiculous way like he is really the the true villain of the film not really aunt sarah
1: they they definitely play him up
0: yeah and he's in way more of the film than she is we've
1: got a name he's elliot
0: elliot yeah and he is like crazed he is obsessed with Hunting down Tramp, and he's talking to everyone, and everyone thinks he's lost it. Like everyone he comes into contact with, he's like he's mangy, he's dangerous, he's a street dog, he's got beady eyes, devil eyes. Have you seen him? And he's just throughout this whole movie, it's wild how he's just like got it in for Tramp,
1: played by uh, Adrian Martinez. And I don't know anything. He's been he in, was fantastic he's been in, a in this. Stuff.
0: He was really great.
1: So, I know who he was, and you're not going to remember this, but he's someone they talked to on Blacklist.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: that's where I remember him from. Yeah.
0: But he's really good, and we'll talk about more moments with him as we go through it. But when he lets, he distracts the dog catcher and lets Peg and Bull out. He then comes across two poodles, and this was another line that we thought was really funny, because he goes up to the poodles, they both have bows in their hair, and he's like, hey, you twins? <laughs> One poodle I'm her goes, husband. I'm her husband. He's like, oh, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> he goes, oh, congratulations. Yeah, like, What's yeah. Up?
0: So the other thing that's different is they play up the baby shower a little bit more. So in the mm-hmm. original, we kind of see Darling pregnant and Lady wanting to go for a walk, wanting to play, all these things, and... Our lady's ears went up when I said the name. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, they're ignoring her, you know, and Jim goes to work. Jim Deere goes to work, ignores her. That doesn't happen here. It all happens in the baby shower scene, which I think makes sense. You know, she's got the leash. They're ignoring her. They've got this big baby shower. You know, no one's paying attention to lady. Uh, This is where we also find out that Jim is a musician, which I don't believe he was. Well, this
1: is where we meet.
0: Yeah, we, we meet, meet Aunt, Aunt Sarah, Sarah who's well. played
1: by Yvette Nicole Brown. She was fabulous
0: as Aunt Sarah. D-
1: simultaneously, still has a bunch of go away heat, yes. but is like, I like her, but more. in a much
0: better way. Yeah. yeah, and she shows up and she immediately makes. She's, I think real Aunt Sarah had go away heat and no
1: yes factor. I yeah. think this one has both.
0: Yeah. And she immediately, you know, interrupts the baby shower, of course. She's that kind of a character. She kind of comes in and makes everyone stop what they're doing to focus on her. And she brings over a gift to Darling. And it's like, oh, you have to open it. And it's a fancy, like, planter pot. Like, porcelain pot. It's a, it's a,
1: it's pot. a uh, original Mascola. Or yeah. Some, some fancy And name.
0: I love that the lady next to her is like, oh, I'm sure the baby's going to love it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I love the
0: shade that woman threw. Uh, But yeah, so that's where we find out she makes a comment that Jim could never afford it because he's a musician. So that... really
1: only plays the piano once. We don't really... And there's a
0: guitar in the background of that Mm. scene too. But yeah, it's not like with 101 Dalmatians where it's clear that Mm -hmm. uh, Roger's a composer. But we do find out that. And this is when Lady goes outside. She's looking for trusty. She's looking for... Jacques and she's like noticing all these things but not really putting it together uh about that there's a baby coming and it's funny how she describes darling she's like i think it's just gas her stomach's getting bigger yeah. but we've all had treats right we've all been there yeah and so it's that whole part is really cute the dialogue there and
1: well monologue because monologue trump yes. trump not lady in the trump i'm so sorry tramp is uh like is trying pretending to, come to be off trusty. As trusty yeah, yeah, she's
0: cause he's on the other side of the fence. And so she's going through all of this and then she realizes it's not trusty. She gets pretty startled. And he basically goes into when the baby comes in, the dog goes out. Like and she doesn't believe him and he's trying to convince her. And then the dog catcher comes around. And the dog catcher's got this giant net and he's going around and tramp just pleads with her just Please <laughs> don't like, I'm bark. I'm gonna bark. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm bark. gonna bark. I'm gonna do it. I'm yeah. gonna bark. I'm gonna let my owners know what's going on, and that was really funny too. Dog catcher comes around, and this is the first time the dog catcher interacts with Jim Deer, and Jim Deer's like really like he's about to have a baby, so he's nervous. He's got like a drink in his hand, he heard Lady bark, so he comes outside. And he just like gives this real peculiar look. Oh, like everyone why is should this
1: give this character dog catcher in look. the
0: yard. This guy's a
1: weirdo. And the
0: guy goes into his whole spiel about he's looking for this dog. Really describes Tramp in this terrible way, and is like he's really dangerous. I have to find him. And he's like, but you know,
1: he's like, he's like, it's he's like you're really into this. He's like commitment, sir. Like he's yeah very. And, and
0: he's like, I think we're good. And then the dog catcher leaves. He goes back inside. Uh, and then. I wrote here, uh, after the baby comes, I just got really upset. They seem like the kind of dog owners, because they don't over Lady, it's very clear, uh, why they didn't introduce Lady to the baby right away.
1: Well, not to jump ahead, but that becomes the point later when they figure out they've screwed that up. And yeah, they do which you. is it's fantastic. I love that
0: they kind of rewrote that a little bit.
1: The, now, was it Kelly who told you this? I want to put this out there in the world. The idea of if you have a dog at home, maybe send someone home with your baby blanket a baby
0: blanket from the hospital i had a yeah a close friend who did that and i think we may have mentioned this in the animated episode as well maybe yeah yeah Uh, but you know but yeah she brought her mother was watching her dog and brought a baby blanket home from the hospital for the dog to kind of sniff and get familiar with and then when they brought the baby home Mm -hmm. so uh But yeah, so that happens and we we kind of see that go on. And then Aunt Sarah comes back. And I will say I'm on Aunt Sarah's side in this one moment. Yes. Because she shows up thinking she's going to watch Lulu, who's the baby. And she shows up and they kind of bamboozled her.
1: For the record, I don't think that woman is qualified to look after a baby either. Or a
0: dog. And they know she's not a dog person because she made a comment about Lady at... The baby shower and made a comment about cats. Yeah, well, they said something like, "She's
1: so loyal and she's great." She's like, "Aren't you? You're thinking of cats?" Yes,
0: yeah. So they kind of like bamboozle her. Put this
1: out in the world. Uh, Aunt Sarah is a typical cat person. Boom, boom. Deal with it. You
0: are gonna get some bone. I got a bone to pick with you (laughs) on the hotline. So Aunt Sarah shows up thinking she's going to watch the baby. And they've got the baby in their arms. And they're like, oh, Jim Deere's sister just absolutely wants to see the baby. You're here to watch Lady. Goodbye. Which and really, just yeah, that
1: was kind of a cruddy move. Yeah,
0: so I agree with that. And they know Aunt Sarah. So I'm like, you shouldn't have assumed that Lady would have run away. But you couldn't have... Thought it would have went well.
1: Well, I don't. Do you think they knew she was going to bring the two most terrible cats of all time? No, I don't think
0: it's ever clear that cats were in that house.
1: I will say that those cats weren't as bad as the Siamese cats because of the racial implications. However, those were some awful, awful cats.
0: They were really good. They were very much CG cats. Yes. They go
1: and they they're like we're gonna redecorate. Their
0: song at first it was like I don't know about this, and then when they get into the song, it's really good, and they totally trash the whole house.
1: Because say what you will about the first song, it is it gets it's an earworm, and this one I don't think is as much of an earworm, earworm. but it's also a good song, and I liked it. But they're also like kind of like they are in the movies, like they just appear, do some damage, and disappear. It's weird that they built up. You know, the rat catcher, and even the, the rat catcher, the dog catcher, and even the rat.
0: Well, and the rat we do see early on, I will say, before yeah. the baby is around, the rat like gets in the eggs, gets in the milk in the morning. So yes. it's clear that they have a rat problem. And even Jim Darling asks the dog catcher, oh, we've been having a rat problem. And basically saying like, is that anything you can help with? And he's like, oh, that's vermin. I don't deal with that. Do you he's ever? Like, okay.
1: Do you ever go into a movie and you think it's something's in the movie and then it's not in the movie at all, or the movie doesn't take a turn? Or yeah, it, I don't know why, but I was sure if you had, you know, really pressed me, I would have said, oh yeah, Alfred Molina's in this movie and he plays the rat.
0: I don't know who Alfred Molina
1: is. The bad guy in Sorcerer's Apprentice.
0: Oh.
1: And Dr. Octopus. And yeah. I have no idea why, but I kept imagine, waiting for him to go like, I'm going to get that baby. Like,
0: I don't know why I thought he was <laughs> going to have spoiler, the, the rat doesn't talk. No.
1: The rat doesn't talk at all. Well, not, nothing other than dogs do. Like, we don't see the beaver. The beaver ends up just being a statue. Yeah, being a gets,
0: statue, which I really like.
1: Because... I was thinking, well, why in the original one didn't they tell the horses, hey, stop? Like, yeah, that's a good Because I was thinking about that. Anyway, uh, so I'm the rat. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that with voice was going to happen.
0: So when Aunt Sarah comes... Oh, that's the other thing that's funny. Aunt Sarah's listening to opera and is trying to sing along. There's a good like moment there of her trying to She's sing. She's really good. She's really good. She comes downstairs, sees everything a mess. It looks like Lady has done it, even though obviously she has not. And so she takes her to... In a closed crate, she takes her in like a <laughs> apple crate, but it's like completely closed with a lock on. Right, it.
1: right, right, right. right. Uh,
0: and takes her to kind of like a pet store. And oh no, it's
1: it's legit. It says pet store. Oh, it does. Okay. Because I, for some reason, was like, does she give her? Like, I was trying to remember the original movie. Yeah,
0: and takes her to a pet store, and the the guy working the counter is like, oh, what a beautiful dog, so sweet. And she's like, not sweet. This one can't be trained. I need something to control it. And he's like, well, what about this? And it's kind of almost like a gentle leader harness. And she's like, no, what about that? And it's like this (laughs) muzzle on something. And what I will say here, muzzles get a really bad name, uh, but I follow a lot of pities, a lot of uh, people Instagrams, uh, where in certain cities- You said
1: that like such a brag. uh, Yes. Like, mm, you can't follow them, but but I I can. can.
0: Uh, But- (laughs) We have, I don't know if we've said lady is a pit bull mix. Our dog lady is is a pitbull. bull. Uh, but in certain cities, there are different restrictions mm-hmm. around breeds and around pit bulls. And so muzzles are sometimes used for that reason. There's a lot of like positive reasons to use a muzzle. And for why you might train a dog to have a yeah. muzzle. If they go to the vet. If they're very skittish at the vet. Like mm-hmm. it's a good thing to have. So I don't want to, you know, this movie kind of puts out there that a muzzle... Gets a bad rap. Do you know what I mean? And I think when people see dogs with a muzzle, immediately they're like, oh, God, that dog is aggressive. And that's not necessarily the case. So I think I just wanted to advocate that. Uh, A
1: friend of mine who I believe listens, hi, Steph, um, has has a dog, and they're in Canada. And when I first – it's funny because I know her from work, so I haven't, like, met her in real life. She was in Canada when I was in Austin. Uh, They had, like, a pit bull restriction in Montreal, and so – or they had to be on – a muzzle when they mm-hmm. walked around so she i think put all these like colored things on it yeah. so that it was more inviting because they they do look like you know like they're leather and black yes. and like yeah. there's not yeah. a, they, there's not a much of a call for like and it's the, same the thing fun with muzzle the
0: gentle leader that goes over a dog's nose sometimes people will think if they don't know what that is it's like a kind of leash mm-hmm. you can use for a dog um and i will say we'll try to get off this tangent shortly here but I will say I notice a big difference if we have a bandana on Lady. Yeah. More people are much more warm and fuzzy, willing to to, to come up to her to get closer to her. And that's a breed thing. And so we are huge and, advocates yeah. of pit bulls. We love and them. everybody
1: who's not nice to us is, is wrong because you're the best girl. <laughs> you're the best girl, Lady. I
0: love you. All right. So that's our soapbox on pit bulls. Uh, but Aunt Sarah goes, she gets this muzzle for Lady. Lady rightfully freaks out she doesn't know what's happening yes yes just wait so she runs out the door and as she's trying to get out the door this lady comes
1: in (laughs) well she runs around the store and knocks everything over and and aunt sarah is trying to chase her
0: so aunt sarah runs into all these bird cages with live birds in them and lady goes (laughs) to the door and this this lady this this woman is so jolly she opens the door and she goes do you you have have any any birds?" birds all these birds her. you have to find that scene and put it on the Facebook page <laughs> do you, do you so remember
1: good. um a uh, little shop like the first customer's like my what a strange and unusual yes. plant yeah. like that's the energy she brought yeah. to it, it was it's just like so do you good. have any birds ah <laughs> like she gets and then all
0: now. the birds attack her and that's how lady the dog gets out of the pet shop but it's a really great moment
1: she goes down this alley and is cornered by this uh oh god
0: this is another really funny scene too. yeah this, this uh, part isn't at first she gets cornered by a dog a
1: stray dog who's like you're taking and it's this voiced is my by home. clancy brown yeah and this and he's is like, my you're home my you're taking home. my you're stuff etc etc et tramp shows up and is like Look at her, she's wearing, like trying to like fake out the other She's like, wearing a
0: muzzle, she's dangerous. She's she must got have rabies. rabies.
1: And she's like, What? And he's like, You know, rabies. The disease that makes you act crazy and strange And, and dangerous like, and dangerous. She's like, I'm crazy and strange and dangerous. I have ah. rabies, rabies, rabies. <laughs> and she's flipping around, he's like, And sometimes you act more subtly than you than you and then she's like going around, he's like, Um sometimes I guess you don't. Like it's just yeah. the scene's oh, are really, really good. good. The guy the other dog freaks out and runs away.
0: Yeah. It was really funny. So, Tramp helps her get the muzzle off. We were talking earlier; it's a beaver statue that they use to get that off. Mm-hmm. And then this is where the romantic comedy really, from the rest of the movie, it feels like a romantic comedy as well, they're getting to know one another. When here. they
1: get the muzzle off, they literally have the scene where like Lady falls on top of, yeah, like a scene that would never happen with a dog because they'd and, then be like, and then they're super awkward. And they're oh. like, oh, but they, oh, sorry, but they pause sorry. for a sec to be yeah. like, oh, God, there's part of me that likes this i should take that part and push it way down even though it feels so close to my heart
0: uh but i wrote here i love how headstrong she is you know he's always trying to tell her he is trying to help her and she's like no 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 and here she's like i know my way home he's like it's not that way it's not that way either like she's always pretty confident
1: but she's never like bullish or rude no
0: i just like her confidence she's that just she very, has
1: yeah she and she's right some of the time it's, yeah it's it's she's not a damsel in distress as much as she was in the original mm-hmm.
0: and this whole next part that we're going to talk about what we really liked is they, they really reworked this uh, in the original he's more of a ladies man and it's clear that you know he kind of wines and dines Dogs and then kind of leaves them.
1: And now in on this one, he's more of just like a loner. This is more of I'm his a loner, philosophy. Dottie, a yeah, rebel.
0: His his philosophy is more of you know, I'm gonna leave you before you leave me. Yeah. because we find out he had an owner. Oh, they
1: they actually yeah they go into his his past and uh, his
0: backstory is the owners have a baby.
1: And they ditch and they,
0: him. And we watch him ditch him, which is such a sad scene. He, like, throws a ball or something for him to go after and then just leaves him. I will say, I think In they could an have... alley.
1: I think they could have completely cut that and just... Because she goes, you had a home, didn't she? She's like, yeah, I did once. And, like... I think we they got everything it we there. knew. Yeah, that like, that yeah, scene we, was
0: like so sad and heart-wrenching.
1: But before but, that, yes. they go to Restaurant Row. Yes, we go Th- to... There's, rest- there's a lot of oh, scenes of them falling in And the in romantic
0: low. boat ride when they're on the Oh, yeah, they the go river on a boat.
1: riverboat and they listen to a jazz band and he like quote-unquote sings band along. And teaches a,
0: her to howl.
1: There's a lot of like Dixieland jazz in this. Mm-hmm. And the music's really good, I yeah, think. Yeah, I
0: really part. like it. But they go to Tony's and...
1: Tony played by F. Murray, Abraham, not sure who Joe's played by. Give me one sec. Go ahead.
0: They're both really great, but he shows up and he's like, oh, we'll go to Tony's. And Joe, Arturo Castro. He was also really great. And Joe sees that he's got Lady with him. And so Joe's like, oh, I'll get you some scraps. And Tony comes out and is like, we got a full house in there. And then he sees it's Tramp and they call him Butch. And that's the same in the original. And he goes to give them bones. And he's like, no, no, no. We can do much better than that. <laughs> and so Tony sets the table, the candles, the everything. Shows
1: them a menu. Shows them
0: a menu, but you should get the special. And the lady says. The lady's
1: like, do they do this to you every time? And and Tramp's like, no, this is definitely because you're this here. This is you're here.
0: <laughs> And then they made a point to say that they have a packed house. Then we cut to the restaurant and there's two people looking out And it's out another the interracial
1: couple, wasn't it?
0: I think it was, Yeah. yeah. Two people looking out the window as they're whining and dining the dogs out in the alley. And the lady goes, they told me they were out of the special. <laughs> and the special's spaghetti and meatballs. And so he's walking spaghetti and meatballs with extra meatballs over. And I just, that was really funny. I and feel then like they sing Bella Note. And it's really sweet.
1: Tara was very weepy during many parts of this. I
0: was. Yeah. Uh, so... He takes her up on that hill to teach her to howl. That's, that's when where she you learn howls. his backstory. And that's a really beautiful moment. We learn his backstory there, but also they look over the town. Yeah,
1: that shot nice of them moment. overlooking the town was like yeah. digital. Very but I think they, Well, I think there's digital elements in it. They yeah. pro- if not, they just com- composited and composed a scene. And it's yeah. like, that would have been my, like that's the the poster like it yeah was a really very much shot.
0: so also we were very impressed by the CGI throughout this film like when they're real dogs versus CGI dogs this, at least I was This
1: is the most noise lady has made during the podcast now she's snoring I don't you'd be shocked what we can pick up sometimes yeah but uh, just I, you know guys this is she this is the most she's had to say she has been with us for every episode but yeah. now you're getting to hear her. <laughs> for her namesake movie mm-hmm. the dog catcher shows up. Uh, and then they make a break for it, and that's when they have like the the tramps like we have to split
0: up. Yeah, and, and she's, she's like, no, no we, we don't. should be together. And she winds up saving Tramp, which I really like. That yes. I don't think happens in the original. Nope, not she at all. She saves Tramp, and then she gets caught. Is essentially what happens. And then this is where she goes to the pound, and we see all of these dogs. And you had a fact about all of these dogs.
1: Oh. Uh, Several of the dog actors were rescue cases. Each one was adopted prior to film's completion.
0: And I basically wept when Ryan (laughs) told me that in the pound. And at the end of the film, they have something I wanted to read. Every dog deserves a loving home. If you're ready for the commitment of pet ownership, please consider visiting your local animal rescue to find the right pet for you. Which I also loved. So we're going to just advocate rescues here. Absolutely. Uh, But she gets caught. She goes to the pound and... This is where we meet a lot of dogs, including Meg and Bull. They've gotten caught again. And Meg sings the song, He's a Tramp. She kind of. Peg. Peg. I keep calling her Meg.
1: Meg is uh
0: No, not.
1: Don't do. I won't say I'm making love. Yeah. God, I am nailing that perfect. I'm, <laughs> please stop throwing money and roses at me, too.
0: So, Peg, uh thank you for correcting me. We find out Lady kind of tells them a friend and they realize who she's talking about. And this is where He's a Tramp gets sung. And Meg, Peg, oh my God, why do I keep wanting to say Meg? Peg has a stage. It's so funny. She gets <laughs> just up like up on a this little, like, landing.
1: Yeah. And, and the riverboat's going by and the light comes in. And yeah, it goes she's through got the, almost like a spotlight yeah, on it's, her. It's, it's really good. It's a really good. fun scene.
0: And then this next scene feels even more real than it did in the animated version because it's with real dogs but they take nutsy through the one-way door and it is a very and then like and all the lights moment. go off yeah. i'm like
1: well, it was it was rough. Yeah, that's it, probably like the roughest thing in this this is pg just
0: yeah so. yeah i would agree with that so now this is where the story is very different and i know we've got a few minutes here but the story is very different from here on out jim and darling come home and The next time we see them, we find out they've come home because they come to the pound. And they find Mm -hmm. Lady and they are beside themselves. They're like, oh my gosh, you must have been so scared. We're so sorry we left you.
1: They bring her back and they tell off Aunt Sarah. Yeah,
0: Aunt Sarah. They basically, Aunt Sarah says something about you really need to keep an eye on that dog with that baby. And I cleaned up as much as I could. And Darling goes... Aunt, what Aunt Sarah meant to say was she's sorry and she's leaving. Yeah, and then Jim is like, and then Aunt Sarah says something about next time, and Jim goes, "Oh, there won't be a next time," and they just slam the door in her face. They don't, they
1: close it slow. They're not like well, ru- like they're. It's pretty,
0: hurt. yeah. Uh, but this is also, when they go to pick up Lady at the Pound, they have another interaction with the dog catcher. With the dog catcher, like...
1: He t- plays this so seriously. Yeah, Like, I think the comedy comes from, like, the As uncomfortableness. As if there's a murderer on the street. Yes, if you... To- if Jack
0: they- the Ripper, if essentially. If that's
1: if who he's chasing. But I'm not even saying, like, it's written like that's how he's saying. I'm saying he plays it like... If they redid this, like his, we're gonna take the same character. We're gonna put in a David Fincher movie. He would go. I'm not gonna change a
0: thing. Yeah. My
1: performance will be exactly the same.
0: And it's hilarious because of that because it's he's not in that. Type Especially of
1: movie. with what happens later, and we'll get to that in a little bit.
0: Yeah. So then they do what we were talking about earlier. They do introduce Lady to Lulu.
1: Lady becomes uh, Lady and Lulu, and all of them become part of the family. And
0: Lady has this moment where she says, "You know." our family just got bigger. Yeah. And it's different, but now it's bigger. And so I'm, I'm not
1: the center of the family. Yes, but yeah, but our
0: family's bigger. And it's a really sweet moment. And then we find out, Peg and Bull, they've got collars on, and Tramp is pretty much down and out. He looks really bummed because, for all he knows, Lady got captured, but that's it. Like, mm-hmm. he never goes to the pound to find out anything. And... He comes across Peg and Bull and they've gotten adopted. And he's like, how'd you guys get adopted? And they're like, looks like we were adoptable dogs after all. And their owner comes by and gives them two big bones and it's a snack before dinner.
1: Yeah, and Bull's like, they just, the butcher just gives these to him.
0: Yeah, it's so great. And it's a really funny between her and Bull. I like their relationship well, a lot.
1: Peg starts kind of going back and forth with Tr- uh, Tramp about, you know, you really messed up. How can yeah, I fix this? Yeah, and trying blah, blah. to encourage and him to Bull go back is to And just like, lady. what's happening? Like, he doesn't understand what's going on at it's all. really
0: funny. So then Tramp takes one of their bones and he brings it to Lady. And this happens in the original, but it happens differently. And it's not, it doesn't have right. the same genuineness as it does in this film. I think
1: this is when he finds out she's mad at him. And this, yeah. and this one, he goes into it going, I screwed up, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and he's very genuine as in like, I talk about being free and going on adventures with you, but now that you're not there, I'm just alone. Yeah. And so it's very clear he's missing her. And she's
1: like, you deserve a family. You deserve to be loved, but this is my family and I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: I can't leave.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really sweet... Mature moment, like it's not just the like, you know, I think it's more mature to look at it where both people are right and it's like the circumstances are the issue, and it's yeah. not just someone being like, Well, fine, I'll leave. Yeah, you know? and it
0: starts to rain, so he starts to leave. She's being called in by Jim, and as that's happening, she hears the rat, and we see the window open and the rat going into the window, so she starts freaking out. And then Tramp hears her, he's gone, but hears her bark, so well, he comes back for her. And as Lady was about to go into the house, there's a knock at the door.
1: The dog catcher shows up, and again, you've (laughs) now got this very serious character, like drenched. The thing is, I think like right before they're about to go to bed. There's a dog. Your dog has been a known accomplice with another dog. Yeah, he's like, like I've
0: seen your dog with the stray. Like, not he's the stray's here. I'm going to find it. He's like, he's we have gonna, to wait
1: for he's it. He's like,
0: it, he'll be here. He'll turn up. This is where he'll And come he just to. walks
1: in and, and, and they're like, okay. And then she's like, I'll make some coffee. And he goes,
0: <laughs> coffee <laughs> without <laughs> cake is the devil's work.
1: It's so weird. There's so
0: many good lines in this. Uh, but yeah, so as that's happening... Lady starts freaking out and barking because she's trying to get up to the rat, and they think she's startled by the dog catcher. Right, and so she they put her away, and the dog catcher makes a comment about her being unruly. And Darling's like, "Well, she really didn't have a good experience with you, so maybe that's why she's upset."
1: Tramp returns. Yeah, talk, lady convinces him her him to go in and, and save. So he
0: save the baby, but says the dog catcher's yeah. there, so be careful. So he
1: sneaks in. He's up there, he sees, he's searching for the rat. And this scene, I thought was pretty intense, but I don't think it was overly intense for the movie.
0: No, and I think they did a good job with the way they did it. He essentially runs around chasing the rat, knocking things over. Eventually he also he knocks...
1: when he looks at Lulu, he's like, Oh like you yeah. see him like be like, Oh hey He's little like, girl. Oh, look at like, that
0: girl, look at that baby. And then when he knocks over the crib, he immediately goes to check on Lulu to make sure yeah. she's okay. She's okay. Well he also
1: like gets under it so it doesn't hit the ground really yeah.
0: hard. And then she's okay, so then he goes after the rat and it's clear he kills the rat under curtains.
1: Which I think is how they did it. Not under curtains, but like you couldn't see it. It wasn't, you didn't see him kill the rat. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's underneath all of that when yeah. it happens and the sound kind of stops and that's how you realize it.
1: Rat catcher, you know, or I keep calling him a rat catcher. Uh, they go dog upstairs. Dog catcher goes
0: upstairs because they hear all the commotion.
1: They think he's tried to attack Lulu. Yeah. Put Which rightfully in, so in yeah, those yeah, circumstances. Absolutely. They, he starts getting taken away by the dog catcher. When they let Lady out, she goes up, shows them it's a rat, and then takes off down the street. Which was, I think, something I specifically said about the first one. Like, she's kind of taken away from yeah. the end. Her agency is taken away. And it's her, Trusty, and, and her, and Trusty, and, and Jock go. And Jock is wearing a, a kilt. kilt and, he, and she's like, I,
0: I, can't, I, I can't run. I can't
1: run very fast in, the, in my kilt. And, and her she's, little legs. And she's yeah. like, I like trying to rip it off. And then they get to a thing and this is where trusty reuses his nose and they do this really cool camera like bit how they of this. like following the street and he's like, mm, snapper. And it's like a yeah, fish. bananas, and, then like, and yeah, he, <laughs> cat and like, yeah,
0: he tracks everything till he tracks tramp and the dog catcher. And so they all go running out and lady kind of takes charge and well,
1: they are like, we're too tight. Like yeah, trusty's we can't too keep old. Running. And yeah. Yeah.
0: And so Lady runs and you think Lady's going to get hurt because she winds up running in front of the horses and startles the dog catcher. He stops. The horses kind of break free from the carriage and the carriage flips over. And we realize Tramp winds up getting hurt.
1: And you think he's like,
0: it's we know Trusty. the story. It's same with, with yes. Trusty. You're not sure but what happened yeah, with just, Trusty.
1: Just so parents, Yeah. Tramp's fine. And then she like howls and then he says like, that was pretty good. Yeah, and then they try the the dog catcher. Still is like, I'm gonna walk you to the pound. Even if I
0: have to walk <laughs> you to the pound, he's like dead set on. Like, Getting rid of Tramp. not just catching him, but taking him through the one-way door.
1: Jim, Jim Deer and Darlene are like he's he's like no dog that doesn't have a home can't doesn't have the a leash. Yeah, doesn't have a, a, a collar. collar. And yeah. they're like, well, he's our dog. We're gonna take him home. Yeah. And I said, I think the dog <laughs> Hatcher is just gonna turn around and just walk into the river. Like <laughs> he's like like my whole purpose for in life has been taken away from me in the 11th hour yeah he's we don't like,
0: we don't see that we no, see no, no more No, he,
1: he just turns around and walks but he has this like thousand yard stare for yes. like a second of like i can't win and i have I one feel, job and yeah, he's can't like win. i can't
0: believe you're going to take this dog after yeah. everything and they're like no he was protecting the baby and so it's we should say it opens on Christmas. You know, Lady is given to Darling as a Christmas gift. It closes on Christmas. Yes,
1: same as in the original. Now they don't. What they do instead of of them having puppies is Sally has Jacques' gone, owner. Jacques' owner has gone and gotten the two puppies from earlier, because, who we also saw on the pound during the He's a Tramp.
0: Yes, and it's because you know she was inspired by yeah. Jim and Darling. <laughs> to adopt from I think this
1: movie has a pretty obvious adopt message, but I yes. don't think it's a No, it's not heavy-handed, I don't think. No, it's not heavy. It's just like, you know, I think it's a message that needs to get out there, especially like, since that, that was what was happening during filming and everything.
0: Yeah, it's like, hey, you should adopt a dog.
1: And then it just ends on he gets a caller and they don't really say what his name is because I wanted them to be like, your name is Lord. Well, It'll be Lord him, and Lady or something. They call
0: him Buddy when they're trying to get him to come yeah, but I think that's with the just dog catcher. Like when yeah. he says
1: I got a lot of names, Is Yeah. It's, uh, champ and butch and And get out of the get trash. Get out of the trash.
0: Uh, but that's how it ends and I you know, we went a little bit more beat for beat for this one because it was so good and because there were a lot of story changes that I think made it a better movie.
1: Yeah, I re- I, I See, I hate to say better because like you know Yeah, maybe
0: better is the wrong word, but I I, I think it's I think it's a
1: fuller, did. more well put together story, I think the first one is a, is a piece of art because of all the stuff we talked about. Like it was the first time they used larger frames and, yeah. and you know early animation. Yeah, is, is I don't want to say. I don't want
0: to say, but it's really good. The first one, but I I appreciate what they how they advanced the story. I, a, I don't know. I
1: think it's a step up without it feeling too modern, yeah. without it feeling out of place. I think this is one that like.
0: I think it's super underrated. I feel like yeah, we didn't like, hear anybody really talk about this when it came out. And I guess also we're now, after the pandemic, a lot more people are watching things that come out immediately to streaming. Whereas yeah, I feel like when, when this, this happened, came out when that Disney, wasn't the case. When
1: Disney Plus came out, this came out. I think people ignored it. Because it's also like, this or The Mandalorian. And yeah. all due respect to Lady the Tramp, or like The Mandalorian. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's one that I think people overlooked, and I think it's it's criminally underrated. Yeah. I you should check it out. It
0: deserves a watch, for sure.
1: Um, guys, uh, thanks for uh, hanging with us. I think uh, the next time we do one of these, we talked about doing Saving Mr. Banks. Checking that out. Yeah, the, I think that'll the one. The Mary Poppins story and doing that one. But yeah. uh, until next time, we'll, we'll see you then. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries.
1: If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com.
0: Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at trpdiaries.
1: Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries.
0: Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more.
1: Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review.
0: Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after.